0: how are we today very good very good well welcome to today's uh different service you can tell by the chairs that you're in a round, and so you're going to be looking at one another so hopefully you had a shower this morning before you came to church and uh brushed your hair i brushed my hair bruce just in case you're wondering i didn't have a shave no i didn't correct so it's very different today and uh, we're going to have a lot of different people uh helping out during our celebration today the main focus of our, our time today is communion. And um, just to explain, we've got, this is the bread. Um, it's, it's a little bit different to what you've from the last two years. But for those who don't handle change, we've still got those available for those that like to go back to that model. Um, and there's some gluten-free ones here as well. All right. But that's later on for our service together. So let's get started. And I'm going to hand over to Anne. who's going to start with our welcome. Thank you very
1: much. Let's pray. Great Creator God, from the dawn of creation, you have given your children the good things of the earth. You spoke and the gum tree grew. In the vast desert and dense forest and in cities at the water's edge, creation sings your praise. Your presence endures as the rock at the heart of our land. When Jesus hung on the tree, you heard the cries of all your people and became one with your wounded ones, the convicts, the hunted, the dispossessed. The sunrise of your sun colored the earth anew and bathed it in glorious hope. In Jesus, we have been reconciled to you, to each other, and to your whole creation. Lead us on, great Holy Spirit, as we gather from the four corners of the earth. Enable us to walk together in trust from the hurt and shame of the past into the full day which has dawned in Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Please be seated, everybody. Looks like I I wasted all the $5 notes I placed under these chairs. I'll grab them later. One of the primary themes found throughout Scripture is the importance of reflecting on what God has done so that we may internalize these lessons that will be needed at another time. The purpose of that remembrance was that God knows that we are forgetful creatures. Any forgetful creatures? I walked upstairs today to get something for Matt and had to ask Nat what I was doing there. So glad he knew. Like Peter in the boat. On the Sea of Galilee, he was more prone, like we are, to look at the storm around us instead of the Jesus walking on the water. Today, as we seek the Lord who is in front of us, right in the very front of us, we ask him to speak once again from those ancient places and the stories that we remember to the point that he will be closer and stronger as we walk with him so in the words of a young boy from the book of Samuel we read this the Lord came and stood and called as he had before Samuel 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 and how did Samuel respond speak for your servant is listening today may we be listening as the Lord speaks Jordan, I'm going to get you to come over here to Ivan. Ivan's going to read our first reading today after our welcome, which was done so well by Ange. Thank you, Ivan.
2: Our first reading today is from uh, the 73rd Psalm. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. And on the heel of that, we follow with a verse of the hymn of Sevilla Martin. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy, and I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he cares for me.
0: Thank you very much, Ivan. How many uh, were singing that song in their head? You know the song? Yep, you may have seen it in the odd movie or two. Um, Apparently, back in the day, there was older singers. I was thinking more of Whitney Houston sort of era, Um, but apparently there's older singers who sang it. Um, Celia Martin wrote those lyrics. She wrote them back in 1905. Now, where the inspiration for that came from is Celia and her husband were visiting a couple in New York, Mr. and Mrs. Doolittle. I kid you not. Mr. and Mrs. Doolittle. Mr. and Mrs. Doolittle were true saints of the Almighty God. Mrs. Doolittle had been bedridden for over 20 years. 20 years. Let me just sink that in. Bedridden for 20 years i don't cope well with three days do i honey 20 years her husband was an incurable cripple who had to propel himself to his business in a wheelchair a 1905 wheelchair imagining the picture for this couple Despite their afflictions, they lived the happy Christian life, being inspirational to all and comforting those who knew them. One day, while they were visiting the Doolittles, my husband commented on their bright hopefulness and asked them for the secret. Mrs. Doolittle's simple reply was, His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. The beauty of this simple expression of boundless faith gripped our hearts and fired our imagination. Dr. Martin and I went home and wrote the hymn, His Eye is on the Sparrow, which was the outcome of that experience of hanging out with the Doolittles. Pretty cool, hey? What an incredible couple. What a couple that impacted other people. Do you know people like that? That are doing it so tough and yet they impact you. I know a couple of people in our church that do that. You go and visit them because you're doing the right thing of going to make sure they're okay and you actually leave going, they did more for me than i think i did for them incredible people i want to be like that i want to be a type of person that goes into an area and does better by my presence than bad don't you think that's a good idea the advantage we have here is that god is with us in all the things that we do i appreciated Vonnie, what you put up the other day about uh, yahweh um, very good and i've told many people about it even my hebrew mate who had no clue on what yahweh meant but anyway he's not a very good hebrew guy so the whole wording of, of yahweh is the breath the breathe in and breathe out in uh, the 11 o'clock service we're doing this whole song at the beginning and it goes every step i take every breath i take i breathe in you how do we do that and Do we forget that everything we do, breath, step, everything, is in Jesus? Everything. You see, our God is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. He's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He never gets caught out. When I come to him in prayer and go, Lord God, my car broke down, he's going, oh man, I didn't see that coming. He knows without a shadow of a doubt what's going on and he's omnipresent he's always with us always no matter where we go what we do where we do it god is with us my mum used to try and educate me as a young boy when i got my license to drive a car she told me that jesus got out of the car once i did over 120 (laughs) i'm glad he didn't that's another story Tommy Wright, I mean N.T. Wright, added these words. The whole point of what Jesus was up to and what he was doing was about a close-up and in the present. It was not about promising the long-term in the future. What he was promising for the future, he meant for the present, for the right here and right now. It was not for the saving of souls for a disembodied eternity, but rescuing people from corruption and decay right here and right now it was the renewal of creation in which god's ultimate purpose so that they could thus be colleagues and partners in the larger project what you do in the present by painting by preaching by singing by sewing by praying by teaching by building hospitals by digging wells by campaigning for injustice sorry campaigning for justice writing poems caring for the needy all these activities will last into god's future these are activities that are not simple ways of making the present life a little less beastly but it is a little more bearable until the day when we leave it behind all together and we take part in building the continued kingdom of god you see our walk with jesus is not pie in the sky when you die some of us all think that's all about my eternal heaven We've even got some old hymns that when I get on yonder, I'm going to live in this great big palace. We've got those hymns. But it's not about that. If you think our life here is all about there, we're missing the point of what God wants to do right here and right now. As I've phrased it, it's not pie in the sky when you die, but it's steak on your plate right now, mate. It's right here and right now. Paul taught that God is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. Acts chapter 17 verses 27 to 28. Let me say that again. This is Paul. This is not taken out of a a movie called Star Wars where it's talking about the force. This is talking about Paul in the Bible, book of Acts chapter 17. For in him we live and move and have our being. And Jesus said in Matthew twenty-eight twenty, Surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Because sometimes I pray, and I'm sure you do as well, but let's just put it on me for now. I pray, let your presence fall. Well, we've got it wrong. God's presence is here already. What we should probably pray is, let me be aware of your presence, Lord, because you're right here, right now, in these four walls in our four walls at home, in our car going backwards and forwards, in the shopping centre. You ever thought of in the shopping centre being able to walk around and see what God can do? Brother Lawrence said that he thought it was a shame that some people pursued certain activities which he noted that they did rather imperfectly due to human shortcomings mistaking the means for an end he said that our sanctification does not depend on us changing our activities but it does depend on who we do these activities for does that make sense for those of you who remember who brother lawrence was he was a cook in a monastery back in the day where they did not have beautiful gas and electricity it was a a terrible place to have to work and yet everything he did, he did for Jesus. Every steak he cooked, every vegetarian meal he put together, he did it for Jesus because his approach was, I am going to live in the presence of God for Jesus. Everything I do. I'm now going to call upon, i look at my sheet. I've got it all worked out. Roy, would you like to read the second reading, please? reading from the book of psalms chapter uh, 16 verses 5 to 9 lord lord you are my portion and my cup of blessing you hold my future the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places indeed i have a beautiful inheritance i will bless the lord who counsels me even at the at night when my thoughts trouble me i always let the lord guide me because he is my right hand I will not be shaken therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices my body also rests securely. Amen.
2: Good morning yes my name is Nat I'm one of the pastors around here Brendan said that last week a few times and then someone up the back said are you one of the pastors around here so I thought I should probably say that out loud. 'Cause look at me, you probably wouldn't assume that. <laughs> but then he's the lead pastor. <laughs>
0: no one assumes that either.
2: <laughs> I hope that you've had a walk a week walking with Jesus and listening to Donnie speak just now, most of my first paragraph on this page has already been said. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Um in our vision statement last week we, we made the vision statement official in our constitution and one of the things that amazes me is that it states that Christ is the centre of what we're about here at Kwan Life. Not just on Sunday mornings, as Donnie's been saying, but when we leave here, we're the representation of Christ in a dying and um, hurting world. And that, that just amazes me. Um, we're also a family here. We define ourselves as a, as a family. And um, as such, we We need to to communicate with you. But first, who found it really annoying that the words didn't match when you were singing? Put your hands up, be honest, please. Okay, keep your hands up if you would like to help me next week by being up the back there. (laughs) It's really stressful. So I'm very sorry, and I'm sorry to those online. I'm at the computer today, and that's why it's falling apart. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> anyway, we've got a lot of things going on and I, a lot of them are exciting things. Next week is Palm Sunday. We're, we're Baptists and we don't follow the church calendar very much but this, this next week that's coming up is, it's, like, it's like the thing for Christianity. It's, a, it's, it's the most important week for us and it starts on Palm Sunday when we remember Jesus coming into Jerusalem riding one or two donkeys depending if you read Mark or Matthew. And then it gets a bit mixed up this, this year. On, on Friday, on Good Friday in the morning at 8 a.m., we're having a Good Friday service here in the greenhouse. Then on Friday evening starting at 6 o'clock, we're going to have the Passover meal. That sounds backwards, but that's because we're following both the Christian and the Jewish calendars and they clash this year. So the reason... The reason is because the Jewish people follow a lunar calendar and the moon doesn't care what day of the week it is. And it turns out that the Passover is on Friday night this year. So the the evening starts here at 6 p.m. And it's going to be a family event. It's going to be a pretty long event, so a few things. If children come, they're allowed to fall asleep. This is very authentic in the Passover. So for thousands of years, children have gone to Passover meals and fallen asleep. So that's not only okay, it's, it's authentic. It's what children have done for thousands of years. Adults, you have to stay awake. <laughs> Ivan also asked me this morning to tell you guys that um, the meal won't be until about 7.30, 8 o'clock so don't come really hungry. That The eating part doesn't start at 6 o'clock. So have a bit of a, an afternoon snack <laughs> before you come because it'll be a little while before we get to the food. What else have I got? Sunday morning, the really exciting thing for Donnie, is 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> There's a 5.30 in the morning now. Did you know that? I didn't. We're having a celebration of the, the, the rising of the sun. There can be a play of words there. <laughs> we, can, we can be celebrating the rising of the sun and the sun, S-O-N. I like that. In a combined service down at Bok Beach, so 5.30 in the morning, so you probably have to get there a bit earlier than that. So on the beach, celebrating the resurrection. And at 9 a.m., we'll be having our Easter service celebration here in the greenhouse, so you can come have a coffee on the, on the way through. Come with you. Oh, and another thing we like to do as Kiwana Life family is to pray together. So I'm just going to have a bit of a family prayer and then pass it back to Donnie. Father, we come to you this morning with a thankful heart. Thankful for the many blessings you have given us this week. We thank you for the work you did on the cross to set us free. We're sorry for the times this week when we behaved in ways that do not reflect you. We have said things that we ought not have said. Our thoughts have not been your thoughts. And we have done things we shouldn't have done. Maybe worse still, we have failed to act where the right thing to do was to act. We repent and ask that you continue to change us from the inside to make us more like your son we bring to you those in kawana life family who are sick or recovering from operations and illness we pray for those in our family who have been affected by covid and needing to be in isolation we pray for those in our family who continue to battle long-term illness we pray especially for brian graham and michelle and art it's great to see you here (laughs) there are also others in our family who have struggles we do not know but you know give them a sense of your presence and deep understanding of your love and we pray these things in jesus name amen
0: Amen. just before i hand back to randall uh, we want to say thank you very much for your support read the finances of our church Um, and for those that aren't aware we have an offering box at the front that you can uh, do that or you can give uh, online so let's just thank god for the the provision father god we thank you for your provision we thank you for the way that you minister into our lives and Father, I want to lift up all the missionaries that we support through through our budget. I want to thank you for each and every one of them. And Lord, a photo came through last night of Mel being out um, in the villages, supporting uh, the the workers uh, out in Malawi near Mangochi. So thank you for them, uh, Father. As we uh, continue to support them, may the finances that we make available encourage and bless. Father, for the chaplains that we support locally here in the schools, may you guide them. And in this holiday period, Lord, guide for the teachers. And for the chaplains, Lord, I pray for a great rest. It's been a crazy term. Uh, It's probably been a more difficult term than the last two years. And so I just pray for strength for our teachers and for our chaplains and ask that you be with them. Father, we continue to look to you as provider and we give you all the praise and the glory in your name. Amen. Amen. Holy is the Lamb. We're now going to get Ernie to read our next reading. Ernie's over here, children. no, he's not where's Ernie. Where are you? There he is over there. Phew. Sorry, I was lost in the moment. let 's pray, most merciful God. We confess that we have sinned against you in thought word and deed by what we've done and by what we have left undone we have not loved you with our whole heart we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves we are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your son Jesus Christ have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ernie. Bible reading I want to share with you today as we lead into a time of communion. And the reason I've put communion in the middle and done the whole central side of things is for approximately 1,700 years, this is the way church was, in a circle. The center was communion for those of us who love preaching preaching was not the center of the service there's something different and the bible readings were often said in a different language called latin and i'm going to give it to you in latin right now see how well you go see how well i go reading latin no i'm only kidding but could you imagine being just the average joe living in a village turning up to church And not only did they speak in very high and regal ways, but they also spoke in a language that you didn't understand. And so they had to interpret it for you so that you could leave going, oh yeah, I'm going to follow Jesus because he said it. Today you get to read it. You get your own book in your language, in your way, in a very of different translations to read what God says to us. It's cool this bible reading is very different and if you've had this reading for communion before the guy who did it was as crazy as me this reading is from mark chapter 8 verse 34 to 38 calling the crowd along with his disciples he said to them if anyone wants to follow after me let them deny himself take up the cross and follow me where was jesus headed to when he's saying these words he's headed to the cross he's on his way we're in mark chapter 8 and for those of you who know mark chapter 8 that's in the middle and we've got a whole week of the, the story coming up so jesus is on his way and he's talking to his disciples and he's saying if you want to follow me this is the way this is the way you're going to see me pick up my cross you're going to see me carry it to golgotha calvary you're going to see me die And then you're going to witness me rise from the dead. You want to follow me? This is for you. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life because of me and for the gospel will save it. For what does it benefit anyone to gain the whole world and yet lose his life? What can anyone give in exchange for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of him when he comes in the glory to his father with the holy angels mark chapter 8 verses 34 to 38 now we have an incredible time and a moment to take part in communion to take the cup and the drink sorry to, to drink the cup and to eat the bread to remember jesus picking up his cross to remember jesus going to the cross and to be thankful and you may even stop and say here am i your servant is listening lead me i'm now going to get bob to to lead uh lead us in a time of reading as we go into communion thank you bob microphone's coming up.
3: Receive the words of god from psalm 103 i am compassionate and gracious slow to anger abounding in love I will not always accuse or harbor anger forever. I will not treat you as your sins deserve or repay you according to your iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high is my love for you. As far as the east is from the west, so far have I removed my sins from you, your sins from you.
0: Amen. Thank you, Bob as we come to communion we're going to have a moment of silence and uh, time for us to reflect we've heard that jesus was saying if you're going to follow me then pick up the cross and come on let's go we've also heard god saying i am a merciful god if there is any sin then i will forgive how will he forgive how big is his love for us it is far as east is from west now have you ever wondered why they chose east is from west because if you travel north, north, so if you head to Cairns and you keep traveling, and you go past Cairns, and then you head to southeast China and you keep heading north past Wuhan all the way through, and then you hit Russia and you keep traveling, guess what? Somewhere in that mist, you're going to come across a very cold place and then you keep travelling north until all of a sudden you'll start travelling south and you'll come over the other side whereas if we start walking west that way you'll keep heading west and you'll keep heading west and you'll keep heading west and you'll keep keep travelling around and around the globe in a westerly direction You never ever get to go eastly because that's always a westly direction. That's how much God loves you, that he sends our sin, our penalty, what is our deserved, that he took on the cross, on the cross. And we get to remember it at this time. So as you come, and we're not going to serve you today, (laughs) you're going to do it yourself. So at your time, at your leisure, after you've stopped maybe you've prayed come take the cup and the bread maybe you'll share it with your family maybe you'll share it with some friends maybe you just do it by yourself there's plenty of room up here you can come and sit by yourself and just stop and be reflective in the ancient way of doing this the church all around the world does this in the Solomon Islands I was there and they did it with coconut juice and coconut. It's different, but it still meant the same. In Malawi, it's done differently, but it still means the same. So today, we become one in the kingdom of God all around the world as we remember our Lord and our Saviour. So at your leisure and at your time to take the bread and the cup, it's in your hands. Thank you. To close this time, I'm going to ask Bruce to lead us in prayer. Thank you, Bruce. As uh, Bruce gets ready to pray, I wanted to let you know that this is a prayer written by a lady called Holly Magnuson, and it comes from her devotional "Everything I Need." Thank you, Bruce.
3: Lord God every good and perfect gift comes from you and we can't even fathom what you have in store for us in the future but we do know that you have already secured it already paid for it already laid out a path for us to get it God we we want to be where you are we want to see your face to hear your voice To be in the very presence of perfect love, love undefiled, love as pure as the cry of a newly born babe. Come, meet with us right where they are at this moment, for you you know us all completely. You know the struggles, the battles, the failures, and the mountains we are fighting against. You know what is needed to win and you have already have it secured. More than the good gifts you bring to us all, may we be aware of your presence to us all right now. In the tension, in the darkness, in the battle, in the wilderness, we will not stop praising you, worshipping you, crying out for you, trusting you humbling ourselves to you and remembering how you have faithfully brought us here we wait expectantly for you O lord you are our perfect portion you are everything we need
0: let's just um, sit in that prayer for a moment God is our perfect portion in his book an invitation to a journey the new testament professor and how's this for a name dr m robert mulholland jr defines spiritual formation as the process of being conformed to the image of christ for the sake of others we humbly arrange our lives to spend the most possible in the time in the flow of what god is trying to do inside us over time through divine grace and our imperfect but humble participation in this work we are transformed into the people who naturally think and act as jesus would if he were in our place the invitation into this spiritual formation is seen throughout the scriptures and throughout church history god calls us to meet with him God calls us to hang out with him, to be with him in his presence. Every breath I take, I take in you. Every move I make, I make in you, Lord Jesus. This God that we serve, this God that we just celebrated and remembered in going to the cross on our behalf, paying the penalty of our sin, is the all-powerful God. He's omnipotent. He's the all-knowing God. He's omniscient. He's the ever-present God. He's omnipresent. Where can you hide from Him? You can't. You can't. Even if we were go into the darkest, darkest place according to Psalm 139 it would be as light to Him. So I pray as we come to finish with our song and then Lizzie's going to lead us in a benediction that as The Lord came to Samuel in Samuel chapter 3 verse 10 in 1 Samuel and he cried out Samuel 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 maybe instead of hearing Samuel maybe if you could hear the Lord saying your name just hear the Lord saying your name and our reply may it be so speak for your servant is listening God bless you all Thank you for joining with us today. I'm going to hand back to Randall as he leads us in our closing song. And then over to you, Lizzie. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.